Hi everyone. Welcome to Coffee Connections. My name is Seth Weiner and I am your auctioneer. It's Tuesday, another gorgeous day here in Atlanta. And I mean, I know, right? You're looking at me going, what is this guy wearing? I am wearing my festive, ugly sweater. Although it's really not that ugly. I don't think it's ugly. Um, but I'm taking a little bit of a break. I feel like this is the holiday week, so uh, I'm, I'm living it up. I'm not drinking beer. It's Topo Chico. I know what you're thinking. I'm still early in the week, that is. All right, folks, we've got a great show for you today. This is the last one of our 2020 season. Uh, I guess I can say our first season. So this is the last episode, uh, and we'll be back in January with a full season. So I'm pretty excited about that. But let me tell you about today's guest. Our guest today is Dr. Gabrielle Starr. Uh, she is with Ladies of Favor. Now, Dr. Starr is the founder and CEO of the award-winning agency, Ladies of Favor, Inc. It's a mentoring program which reaches girls in promoting absence, embracing spiritual guidance, increasing self-esteem, and building leadership. She has worked extensively with the Georgia Division of Family and Children's Services, advocating for foster care youth, spe specifically, excuse me, uh, commercially sexually exploited youth. Uh, she has a master's of social work and, and received her PhD in social work policy, planning, administration, and social sciences from right here in Atlanta, the Clark, uh, Clark Atlanta University in 2017. Uh, lots of great stuff here. So I'm going to jump right into the show here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Starr to the show. Hi. Hello. 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 Happy Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Happy Tuesday and happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, appreciate you joining me today. Before we get into what Ladies of Favor is uh, and about you, uh, I got to ask you, coffee. Do you drink coffee? I'm a tea girl, but uh, I drink coffee from here and there. Here and there. Let's see. What, what's that mug say? Dr. Star. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um was that a gift or did you get that? Yeah, it was actually a gift from one of my students. It was uh, filled with candy. So mm. yeah, I've eaten all, I've ate all the candy. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a coffee drinker myself and okay. I've been trying to cut back on my coffee and this is my coffee mug. Um, oh, as you I can love see, it. It's a tiny little mug. So I only have a little bit of coffee now. Oh, you're cutting back. That's smart. <laughs> and I love the message on there as well. Yes. Well, it's uh, yeah. Uh, it is a good message. Never, never, never give up, which, uh, you know, is definitely a slogan of this year for sure. A theme, not a slogan. Um, well, I'm going to jump into the show. Can you tell everybody about Ladies of Favor? Absolutely. So Ladies of Favor Incorporated was actually started back in 2007. Uh, the vision came from just wanting to be a help to young girls. So we are an empowerment agency geared towards helping our young girls by educating them, empowering them and exposing them to greatness. So we started out just working with uh, adolescent girls, but now our organization serve girls five through 21. And so what we're doing is building their confidence and self-esteem, promoting abstinence and purity, and also building leadership skills and sisterhood. And so from there, we've actually, um, we have three components that we work under. Like I stated before, uh, education, empowerment, and exposure. And I'll talk a little bit more about those three a little later. There we go. I was okay. muted. I apologize. So it's, you know, it is that time of year. So that's wonderful. Uh, 
so it's a young organization. Um, how how do how do the girls how do you find the girls or how do they find you? Yeah. So initially, um, it has been um, through programming. We host different programs each year, which kind of bring about the girls. We have scholarship pageants um, in which we get the community involved. We've done giveaways into the community with uh, service learning and community based projects. And so that's kind of like putting our name out there. But some of our referrals sometimes come from our local defects, our local court systems, our school systems, and just also in the community. We have days where we go out. Um, we call it the street team committee and we go out into well, pre-COVID. We would go out into the community and pass out flyers and things of that nature with our shirts on and just try to be um, a solution to some of the young ladies uh, with regarding issues that they have going on in their lives. Right. Uh, and you're a doctor. What, um, are there other social workers involved in the organization? Yeah, absolutely. We um, actually partner with some of our uh, colleges and universities, Walden, Clark Atlanta University, and we actually host a internship program where some of those uh, master level and bachelor's level social workers are able to intern with our agency throughout the years. And we've been doing that about maybe eight or nine years now. Right. Uh, that's that's fantastic. Now, with uh, you also um, are, are an author of uh, two books, correct? I have three books, actually. Three, excuse me. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, and this, and do they all? Be, is it all practical stuff that's tied into the organization, or is it totally separate subject matter? Um, yeah, it actually is. It's more so self help empowerment. Um, the first book mm -hmm. is more so about my life. It's called For My Good: The Struggle Made Me Stronger. Uh, the second book is more so for young girls to affirm confidence, and it's a uh, self-esteem building book um, with affirmations and challenges and activities. And then the latest book is um, more so for adult women. It's called Standards, and it's about having a standard for your life, whether in business, whether in relationships and friendships, and with yourself. So those are the mm -hmm. bo three books, and they all intertwine. Now, what got you inspired to uh, to be a leader in this uh, and be an innovator in, in this in this field? Life experiences, life mm -hmm. experiences, the things that I've been able to come out of. I feel that um, it serves as an inspiration to others. And so um, I am a never, never give up type of person. And so no matter what the adversities were, I've always made a decision to be to come out stronger and better. And so um, with that, I know that I have others that are watching me. And so there are young girls out there who have who have had to overcome obstacles as well. And when they can see someone that they can emulate and try to follow and mimic, it makes it a lot easier. So I just try to utilize the things that I've been through in my life as an example for others to come out of. Oh, that's wonderful. Now with, um, uh, I'm curious to, to know, are there, are there other organizations that um, mirror what you all do in other cities or is, is yours oh, yeah. unique to Atlanta? Um, no, there are several, you know, uh, girl serving organizations uh, in regard to mentoring. Um, there are others that we partner with uh, mm -hmm, that, yeah. you know, try to bring about change and, and just help our young girls. Um, I've done some um, activities with other partners outside of Georgia um, in other uh, states as well. As far as our private school for girls, um, we are um, within our area. We are the only private school for girls. Um, Christian private school for girls um, in the area. But as far as mentoring, we've been collaborating with other organizations throughout the years. It takes a village. 
It sure does. Now, I, I'm curious, uh, some of the girls that have gone through the school and the program and um, the organization, are they uh, coming back? Out, are they going to, going to college and coming back and now being mentors for others as well? Absolutely. Uh, it's funny that you ask that. Some of the uh, alumni of Ladies of Favor, they come back, they give back. Actually, um, we have a young lady that I actually have to um, meet later on today. She's coming mm -hmm. back to assist with our um, with our service learning project to give back to uh, the homeless this week. Um, so they always come back. I have some uh, alumni that are in law school right now. They come back and, you know, just kind of facilitate workshops. We have have this uh this uh motto here within ladies mm -hmm. of favor once a lady of favor always a lady of favor so because someone is pouring into you and helping you get to your next level it's a mandate that you come back and help them so we have various activities where they come back and volunteer they come back just to do you know they give back monetarily and all of that so we just show them that when you if someone is pouring into you you make sure that you follow back up and no matter where they are across the country I mean we have young ladies you know they're in California now in law school we have those that are in Texas mm -hmm. and they're in different places but they never stop to um you know, come back and just, you know, hi, Dr. Star, is there anything that I can do? Or can you send my love to the girls? Or they may send $20 if we're having an event or something like that. So yeah. it's the little things, but we're a family. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Now, I'm just trying to think, uh, you mentioned mentioned something here about the uh, helping the homeless. How do you go about doing that uh, with COVID times and what have you? Yeah, so um, one of the activities that our young ladies have right now going on is called the Blessing Boxes. And so what they've done is they've collected toiletry items, mm -hmm. socks, uh, toothbrushes, toothpastes, and we've taken just regular shoe boxes and they have actually wrapped them in, in um, you know, in paper. And we're going to, the adults are going to go out, of course, social distance, but we're going to go out and be a blessing to random individuals and just give out these Blessing Boxes to be a blessing to those. Of course, we're not going to be able to take our youth with us due right. to COVID, but they have been prepping and uh, donating items and packaging the items. If you go on our uh, it, our social media pages, you'll see where they're wrapping and stuffing and all those different things. Oh, that's really wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and then can you talk a little bit about some of the scholarship funds that you have? Yeah, so um, one of our uh, scholarships that we actually have is called the Overcoming the Eyes. It's a scholarship pageant. It's not your average pageant. It's not a beauty pageant, but it's a, it's a pageant for those young ladies that may have had to overcome adversities. And so these are sometimes first-time scholarship or sometimes scholarship um, participants mm -hmm. or pageant participants. And so we allow them to come in. We have a host that comes in and she, the pageant coordinator, teaches them what to do and they raise funds and they also are allowed to um, gather funds for or win funds for the um, from the organization. So they're able to take that into college. And then also the younger um, young ladies, which are called the Priceless Princess, they're able to have it. Um, if they win, they're able to utilize those funds for uh, educational endeavors such as um camps or you know educational trainings things of that nature or they can save it until they actually get to college 
One of our other um, scholarship uh, programs comes from um, one of our donors in the community. He actually started this fund years ago, and this too is to Clayton State University. And this is for any young lady that has been a part of our agency and they maintain good grades. Um, he they pay it's a ten thousand dollar endowment, mm. and they're able to actually receive those funds if they attend Clayton State University. So um, one of our donors has was so gracious to us. He saw the work that we were doing. He's a local a CPA in the in the area, and he um, just stated, you know, I want to do something to help those young ladies. And so we've been very fortunate, um, you know, to be able to utilize those funds. Yeah, that's I love that though. That's one of my I love when people. So in, in a lot of ways, there's there's a, there's the supporters out there that like support like this support schools, and I love when they can go ahead and just repurpose. Their, they're going to give that ten thousand to the school one way or another, but they can repurpose it and actually make that even more impactful. And I, I just I I love hearing stories like that. It just it's it's just so wonderful. Um, what are some of the other programs you have uh, that that you've done this year? Maybe that were a little different uh, than the past that you pivoted towards. Yeah, so we've definitely had to change things due to COVID. Um, one of we actually have a global outreach program where we take students out of the country to, um, you know, countries like Costa Rica and Panama. And we were actually going to Guatemala this year, but we weren't able to go due to, mm. you know, COVID. Oh, yeah. um, however, it has changed the way that we educate as well as mentor. So in regard to our mentoring program, we've actually had to create a hybrid program where we, and a virtual program where the girls are actually being mentored weekly, but we're doing it virtually now. And so we mm. bring in those um, innovative ideas as far as, uh, really, really awesome uh, games and icebreakers and just engagement tools to be able to, you know, make sure that they stay engaged because they're on virtual all day long. But um, we've had to restructure our mentoring program. And then with the school, um, we've had to kind of um, downsize to make sure that we stay because everyone can't stay at home. And so with our school, we have have put some safety measures in place to make sure that our kids are still learning. They're still growing, but they're safe at the same time. So we've had to alter a lot, but oh, it, yeah. it's not changing the work that we're doing. We just had to find a different way to do it. How many students do you uh, work with in a in a given you know period? So right now we have about twenty two students that we're working with combined. Okay, mm -hmm. and um, uh, I lost my. I had another question for you. Just totally lost it. So many questions flying through. Oh, no, okay, no. yeah, here you. That's it. So with um with all the changes that that you had, well, we talked about how you pivoted. What are some of the long lasting ones, what are some of the changes that you're like, wow, I never even thought of doing it this way. And now that we've done it this way, or of course we're going to keep doing it this way. So the, the virtual mentoring is definitely something because every year we have certain keywords that we focus on. And this year was actually impact. And so for 2020, we focused on impact. And this is something that we're going to keep uh, doing uh, the virtual uh, mentoring meetups. And so with this, we're going to make sure that we're able to not just capture the young ladies and reach the young ladies that are here in the metro Atlanta area, but we're going to be able to go out and capture those young ladies that are out of state, those that may even be out of the country because of our platform, we're able to still 
still give the same message, but it's just to a broader audience. So we're going to continue with that. And as far as our um, learning within the school, we're definitely adding the component, the virtual component, um, so where they're still able to get that socialization, but we can reach more students and more scholars by opening it up with our virtual program. And then it takes a lot of money to to do all this. How uh, how are you raising your funds? I mean, you mentioned the one like the scholarship fund that which is fantastic. But how are you your operational costs and every all the other scholarships in your programming? Where is this money coming from? Yeah, uh, actually, we are definitely um, having to fundraise. We're definitely having to ask donors and things of that nature. One of the things that we just did about. September, we had a virtual telethon. And this virtual telethon, just basically how the telethons were back in the day, but we reached out to, you know, our network of individuals and we were able to raise about five, six thousand dollars in a matter of hours. And mm -hmm. so we were really excited about that. And um, but as far as where the money comes from through donors, through um, we were just uh we just received a grant from um one of the local uh government agencies to continue the work that we're doing during COVID. So right now we're just really reaching out to, you know, donors and companies and that have the same um, mission and things of that nature that we have and try to ask them for support. And that's, that's basically how we're being able to, you know, keep things mm -hmm. afloat. And uh, folks, you can go to ladiesoffavor.com and make a donation at any time during this broadcast or after. Uh, also, um, you know, I'm, my mind's a little scattered today, so I apologize. Uh, oh, boy. I had such a good question, too. Uh, it will come back to me. It will come right back. Um, so fundraising, though. Uh, oh, yeah, that's it. Thanks. <laughs> so you're an, you're an author of books, so yeah. I imagine you're probably a fantastic grant writer. Actually, <laughs> that is know? something that, no, I... What? Right. Unfortunately, that is not one of my strong areas. I'm learning, but I do have um, grant writers uh, on my board and things of that nature. So, you know, we kind of definitely uh, balance each other out. Mm -hmm. But that is definitely not one of my strong points. Uh, <laughs> but oh, we definitely... So surprising. So surprising. Well, maybe, you know, as as you continue having these mentorships and, and are educating the youth, you know, someone's going to go to college and come back and be your grant writer. Right? Yes, that is definitely the hope and the idea. Um, but we are definitely trying to, you know, putting things in place and make sure that we still have those measures in place. But um, I'm the talker. I can, you know, definitely go out and shake hands and, and, you know, formulate relationships. But, you know, putting it all together, we definitely have a team for that. And, but, and you know, how, how large of a team is that? Um, as far as our board, um, our board is very small. We have a board of about five individuals that work mm -hmm. with us, but we do have advisory members and we have those individuals that serve as a support. Um, our, we have an educational support um, work group, which makes sure that we're staying in alignment with the vision and making sure that we're doing what we're doing. So our team is not really big, but we're big in vision and we definitely get the mm -hmm. job done. Yeah, well, that's what it takes. Uh, when, when it, going back to some of the programming, is there anything that we that you wanted to bring up that maybe we didn't uh, cover yet? 
I definitely want to uh, just talk about Ladies of Favor Dream Academy, which oh, yeah. is the private, you know, all girl school. So that originated under Ladies of Favor Inc. And the whole mission and purpose of that is to educate girls academically, spiritually, emotionally, and socially. What we realize is that there are so many distractions sometimes in the school, and especially on our mental health. And even right now, our kids mm -hmm. are going through so many different things due to what's happening with COVID and being in this pandemic. And so if we can create a sense of normalcy um, and still be safe, that's what we're doing. So our school is here to help our scholars go to the next level. We're bringing back certain things such as home economics. We're doing leadership skills. They have professional development courses, um, entrepreneurship. So not only are we teaching them the academic piece, which is very important, but we're showing them how to operate in society, how to thrive in society. So mm. it's for kindergartners through eighth graders. And we're having a blast just really taking our girls. We have a girls and gardening program where they're growing, you know, different crops and things of that nature within the season. We have, um, of course, our global program. They have a mentorship program within there, the home ec, culinary arts, um, also college readiness and college preparation and career development. We're just trying to bring reality into school. And we're also assisting them with social emotional learning needs, such as, you know, everybody's not going to have a good day sometimes. So how do I process and deal with my feelings and my emotions so that I can focus to be the best scholar that I can be academically? And then, of course, with all of that, we do have a faith based approach. And so we start out with, you know, prayer and we start out with various things like that to keep the girls um, grounded so that they can have a different perspective. And so that's what we're doing over here in Ladies of Favor. We're having a great time. We're impacting the lives of our young scholars, as well as those girls that come into our mentoring program. And mm -hmm. the sky's the limit. It's it's actually not the limit. It's only a view. And so we're just doing our part over here. <laughs> that's wonderful. Now, is there a gentleman of favor or is it just... Is Yet, but you're on to something. We definitely have that a part of the vision. We we definitely want to reach our young boys to, to assist them in becoming, you know, young men. But right now we have not uh, done lady, gentlemen a favor as of yet, but it's definitely on the horizon. Uh, that's fantastic. Well, I'm, it just amazes me that or people like yourself are able to have <laughs> such a huge impact on so many people. And when you build an organization that it, it doesn't take uh, it doesn't take a huge army to do it. You can do you can make such a huge difference with just five people that that have their heart and minds in the right place. So I give you uh, a lot of congratulations for all that you've been able to do. And I wish you all the best of success. And I want to remind folks to go to ladiesoffavor.com and check out the site see all the resources there and while there make a donation if you because every little bit helps every little yes, bit helps. absolutely thank you um, Absolutely. and before we close I, I didn't get a chance to connect with you right before the show but uh, so i'm putting you on the spot but at the end of every episode i get to i ask my guests to go ahead and recommend another future guest uh, uh so an innovator in the nonprofit world here in atlanta is there anyone that you would like to recommend to be on the show Yes, there is. 3D Inc. 3D Inc., the founder and executive director is Rayoni Madison Jones. She is a phenomenal innovator here in the area. Have you, do you know her? You yeah. are. 
she, she recommended you, I think. Really? <laughs> I think so. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, we had we had her on the show. She's great. Absolutely. Well, fantastic. I have another one. I definitely okay, good. Have okay, good. One. Okay, good. I have House of Dawn, um, and that is uh, Dawn Murray. She is actually the founder and executive director of House of Dawn, which helps uh, pregnant teens um, and to help them with independent life skills and things of that nature. So she is another one that oh, I would fantastic. recommend. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, if you don't mind doing an email intro after, uh, and thank you so much for your time. Uh, happy, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> everyone, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you. You know what? I love this is my favorite thing to say. We'll see you next year. See you next year.